Inquisitive Nobody. I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, everyone, we're winding down, winding down. We have another episode on deck. All right, I believe what episode is this, actually? Episode of the podcast let me let me double check on that let me double check on that oh we're on episode 21 all right okay cool episode 21 of 2021 look at that and now let's get on with the show we are on merit at first sight season 11 episode 15 pack your bags all right so i believe this is the episode before the before decision day all right okay so the episode starts off with 11 days until decision day and the couples are um the couples are leaving their the couple's retreat to go back home and so the production crew does like this whole dancing montage everybody is in their cars uh just doing like this dancing montage that the production crew set up and it's pretty hilarious because um everybody's grooving all the couples are grooving except for Henrik and Christina they're just uh looking just straight ahead trying to just get past this car ride and just go home and it's pretty uh I mean it's sad but it's funny too because everybody else is just grooving even Bennett and Amelia, who both have no rhythm, but they're just happy, having fun, just giggling, and everybody's dancing. Not together, obviously. They're all, it goes back and forth with the editing of seeing everybody in their car, driving in their their POV, and they're all just dancing, except for Henry and Christina. They just want to just go home. And Henry is... Uh, still unhappy about the gay rumor that Christina made up, and they are sleeping in separate beds. And I didn't even realize that until I saw the, until I, they got to that part where Christina they they're very tired and they're like, all right, I'm gonna go to bed. And Henry goes to the guest room while Christina sleeps in the master bedroom. So, but the thing is, they're not. They have bumps in the road, but they're not angry, which is why they're separated in their rooms. Um, I, I guess it's just they, they're just, all right, we're just going to, they're very, they both friend zoned each other and they're just very, we're just going to be cordial until the rest of the time here that we have together. <sighs> I mean, that just seems interesting to me, but also a waste of time. But anyway, they go to Woody and Imani. So, um, were they at dinner? I believe, oh yeah, I believe they're at dinner. So, Amani says that, uh, do you feel the same? No, well, Amani says when they first started the experiment, she was at 50% in, 50% out about how this situation was going to be. And that's fair. I could think everybody can can pretty much say the same thing. But uh, Woody was saying that he was at 70 to 78% in going in. Like, this is what I want. But then Woody says that 
he's closer to 100 now and Amani gets all emotional she's like oh my god and then he she asks if there's a chance it might go down and he says just just don't switch up on me and then everything is all good and Amanda uh Amani's percentage has gone up as well and they're just um yeah uh, Woody just starts getting really gushy and he doesn't cry but he gets emotional because he's saying that this is grandfather's love and all this stuff so he thinks things are really good between them and she gets really happy about that uh so we go to karen and miles of course my favorite couple so karen uh, they're on the living room couch and karen says oh will you rub my feet and he's like yeah of course i will because he's miles of course he's going to do it and she's like oh okay because i feel like you haven't you haven't want you haven't wanted to and he's like that's not true i'm like yo what don't don't try to guilt trip him into not trying to be affectionate with you when you have not been affectionate with him you know like why are you gonna make him feel bad that he doesn't want to rub your feet when you don't want to rub his dick you know and i'm sorry that i have to be just blatant with it and blunt but it's true don't don't do that oh i haven't oh i felt like you haven't wanted to you know what yeah i don't i don't want to because you haven't done shit for me but you want me to rub your feet all the damn time but you won't even hold my hand you won't even give me a hug because you feel uncomfortable with that with showing emotion what kind of cold-hearted bitch are you (laughs) that you're uncomfortable with showing emotion to people how are we going to function as a how are you never mind functioning as a couple how do you function as a human not being able to show emotion and affection yet you want me yet you're going to guilt trip me into giving it to you but you won't give it to me that makes absolutely no sense but moving on so um karen says oh you have a gray hair that you didn't have before and then Mal goes oh well yeah because it's because of you crazy right you know trying to joke around and she's like oh so you're blaming me and he's like yeah you're aging me and then karen says oh well you could stand to grow up a little and again with the digs i mean sure he walked himself into that but still with the digs the the aging dig you know the 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 oh he's my little friend he's my stranger he's my little buddy all those things that's gonna wear down on people and i don't like that like i don't know man i i ah. yeah hey you you guys know that i don't like karen so this this isn't new but just those things those side remarks they're they're offensive they really are and he may not admit it but you're 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 hurting him and you don't care she doesn't care at all but moving on so now they show that it's seven days till decision day so it's going quick it's going quick so um amani with her fine ass friend nicole okay nicole was good all right amani's friend nicole i want to find your instagram shoot i want to see what's up with you because you're banging anyway so 
uh, Amani is they talk for a bit because Nicole is oh because th- this is the episode where they bring their either families or friends back before the final decision day to have one last talk and and try to search for counsel before they make this big decision that they need to make okay so uh Amani invites her fine ass friend Nicole and Amani says that she's good with her decision she's thought about it for a while um one thing that holds her back from it that holds her back from I guess having it be 100% is that Woody Woody listens but he doesn't comprehend and they show a clip they show a funny clip about when uh Amani's talking about something pertaining to a burqa and Woody believes that she said burger so he's like yeah man yo let's uh, like yeah I'm a I'm a burger I'm a burger you up you know just give me the just give me the lettuce tomato and ketchup and she's like what the what are you talking about he's like what you want to you want to be all sexy with a burger she's like a burka <laughs> like how do you wear a burger and he's like yo I don't know where you're trying to go I was just trying to make you sexy <laughs> you know so and and I know that was something in jest in light but she feels that sometimes yeah he he listens but he doesn't comprehend so she's saying these words and it's probably just hitting him you know imaginarily hitting him on the forehead or something like that like oh yeah yeah i understand what you said babe you know that that, and that's a lot of people's uh, that's a lot of women's issues that they feel that their men don't they listen but they don't comprehend so they don't actually listen so that's her big thing uh with woody and that's a big thing for her and that is making it not 100 percent. and i i understand that women want to feel heard so i completely understand that so amelia and bennett uh so bennett invites his friends i think robbie and thaddeus and thaddeus is not liking this experience at all he doesn't like the experiment he feels that marriage should not be used as a joke and this is what he feels about it uh that is yeah that is doesn't like the marriage first process he feels you need to face hardships to see how a person truly is and you need to not meet who are you meeting are you meeting the real them or their representative and that's true it's kind of like the vein it's it's with um same vein as uh karen you know karen was trying for weeks to try to get the real miles out because she didn't feel that this persona that he was portraying was a real caricature of him no no, no i'm sorry she thought it was a caricature of him but not the real him you know so she was trying to see ooh, like what what's what's the dark side of miles or what let's let's get to the crust as uh, Chris Rock likes to say, the crust of a motherfucker, you know, that's what she was trying to get to. So the same thing with um, Thaddeus saying that, are you seeing Amelia's real side? Or are you seeing her representative? Because Thaddeus thinks that this whole whole experiment is just a honeymoon phase and you haven't seen the real Amelia yet. And I kind of see, and it's so funny too, because I guess he's right, or or at least I've never seen it in that aspect before. I just really thought that, man, 
these two really, really, really get along. Like, really get along. And for some reason, their relationship and experience is different from everybody else's. Because with everybody else's, I can tell that... Um, I can see that uh, the honeymoon phase leaving and and them facing reality. Whereas with Amelia and Bennett, it didn't seem like they were on a honeymoon phase. They just seemed like, okay, this is just who they are. You know, with uh, Bennett and his sleeping dress and his yellow, his mustard, his yellow mustard sleeping dress and um, what's her name? Uh, and Amelia in her onesie tiger suit. Yo, how do they have sex? <laughs> like, that's what I want to like. If she puts on her tiger onesie, like, does that mean that nothing's going to go down because she's completely like covered up? You know how kids have like those jammies, those onesie jammies. It's kind of like that. It's like it's secure. You can't you there's no holes you can't do anything she is locked in and secure so when she wears that does that mean she's like nope you're not getting any tonight i don't know i don't know why that popped into my head but they just seemed so right for each other so it didn't seem as if oh this is a honeymoon phase nope this is just them where the other couples i've seen the honeymoon phase wear off and now they're in reality so when thaddeus said that i had mixed feelings because Yes, they have yet to face hardships, at, at, at least for the meantime, because they did have the whole, where is she gonna, uh, where is she going to have her residency? But now we know it's in Virginia, and um, Bennett already made his decision that he was going to go to Virginia for four or five months and come back to new orleans for four or five months you know go back and forth so even with that hardship they squashed it so i don't know if they would run into hardships like the other people like budget okay so like with brett and olivia their big thing was budget okay and yeah bennett doesn't have Money, I think he makes like $20,000 a year, which is really bad <laughs> for for his age. And she's going to be a doctor. So they're probably going to run into that issue. But, at, but as of right now, she has not brought it up to make it an issue. So with Karens and Miles, their big thing is intimacy and masculinity, right? With... Amelia and Bennett, they don't have that problem because Amelia thinks that Bennett is already a man. She said it way, way early in, um, I think she said it either before the honeymoon or right after the, the, um, right after the, oh, when they were taking pictures on their, on their, on their wedding day, she was saying, oh my goodness, you know, Bennett is such a man and I love it. And I'm like, you see? You see, there's a different way of people seeing when you're a man as opposed to Karen, which she only sees one way of seeing a man. And we're going to get to we're going to get into that um, later in this episode. 
about her definition of what a man is. But so they haven't run into that problem with the masculinity problem and they have not run into the intimacy problem because they're they're always on each other. And in the last episode, if you remember that uh, Bennett announced that her him and Amelia had sex. So in front of everybody. So there's there goes that no intimacy problems, no masculinity problems. So they're good on that. Um, who else? Henry and Christina. Um, their issue is, well, uh, the issue there is the constant lying, but also the confidence, constant lying and confidence, right? With Amelia and Bennett, they don't have that issue because neither of them lie. They're very truthful with each other. And both people seem confident. Uh, the, both, they don't have any confidence issues. I mean, Bennett freaking wears a sleeping dress with no issue. He's confident in his sexuality. He's good. Um, he, you know, <laughs> he's he's very eccentric. Remember, this man only wipes with one square of a toilet paper, and he will dive into a pool with just his regular underwear, not swimwear, underwear. So there's your confidence right there. And Amelia loves it. It, it. See, I have to stop worrying about trying to be people's perception of what confidence is or what a man is and just try to find somebody who loves my version of confidence and what my version of being a man is. But the issue is a lot of women have Karen's mindset of, no, a man needs to be this. And that's the hardship that I have. Again, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. But who, who, who else am I missing? So those are all the couple. Oh, except for, okay, Woody and Amani. They really don't have any issues. I guess that's why they're pretty much, they're the best couple. There's having, no. I mean, other than Amelia and Bennett. They have the best chemistry with each other. And they have, they really have problems. So there you go. You see? So there you go. Um Yeah, that that's why when Thaddeus is talking about, oh you haven't met the you haven't met the real person and stuff like that, I'm looking at it like, uh I think they're good, man. Yeah, they haven't had any hardships, but they're they're doing much better than all the other couples and they're not as hung up on the couple's issues as a as opposed to the couples are having their issues they're they are passing them with flying colors granted yes when the cameras leave and when they have their residency in virginia things will be extremely different and then that's when real life will happen but still as of right now they have none of they have none of the problems that all the other couples have so there you go i, I don't know what to tell you sorry thaddeus Stop hating on your friend <laughs> and his uh, happy life. But anyway, moving on. So we go to Woody. Um, Woody is talking with his grandmother about what the situation is. 
saying it's it's you know his his last days before he commits and he he's said it multiple times that he's 99.9% he's going to say yes on decision day and he says that um he he remembers he kind of kicks himself in the head that he didn't try to commit to anybody before because um uh the, he said cuz the hardest he said the hardest first of all he said the hardest trans, the hardest part of the transition was that he has to commit himself to being single because of course you don't you don't date in the middle you were a single person and then two weeks later you get married so that he said that was the hardest part of the transition for him because before you can go as you please you don't need to answer any to anybody you can just be and do whatever you like but then he when he got with Amani, he was saying that man he remembers that single life is boring you don't have you don't have anybody and it's true you don't sure you date a lot of people you maybe even have sex with a lot of people but you don't have them they're not for you um what is that what is that uh thing that people say um she's not your woman it's just your turn so i mean i mean that might sound kind of rough but it's kind of true that woman isn't your woman you're just with her for a limited amount of time before she goes off with somebody else you know she's not yours until you claim her um and yeah he was saying that you don't really have anybody you're trying to find somebody to joke with or somebody to text you back and it never happens so it's like okay cool but now with Imani he's like man I'm really happy that I found her uh, everything is really good I'm super happy with her no and I'm like okay that's great that's good for him yeah, it, it it should be that way he's he's really happy and Woody's grandmother sees that he's happy too so that's good uh, I'm glad that because what did they say <laughs> I mean um I know it's I know the phrases you can't make a hole out of you, what you can't make a hole you can't make a hole into a housewife but I I know there's a guy term but apparently you can you can you you can make a player into a husband I guess because Woody was the player remember back in the back in the day Woody and uh Woody and um Woody and Miles Woody and Miles are best friends and when they announced to their circle that they were going they were both going to get married on the same show people thought that Miles would have the winning relationship because Woody is a player and he doesn't know how to commit to people and look at how the tables have turned the player has the perfect relationship and the guy the nice guy um that women would want to date is having the most trouble like you see how life is just life life does not give a shit about you <laughs> life is just gonna do what it wants that makes no sense whatsoever what i just said the player is the one that gets the good relationship and the good guy is the one who has the crap one how do you win how do you win how do you win but anyway uh so yeah so woody is in good standing 
he feels great. His grandmother feels great. And she says that Almani is good for him. They're there. She sees a good future with them. They, she likes Amani for Woody. So there you go. So we have Miles and Karen. Miles is talking to his friend. Miles invites his friend over. And Miles tells this story. And when I heard this, I don't know why anybody would be on Karen's side after this. Uh, or still on Karen's side. I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, oh, by the way, this is super late, but happy inauguration day. I just saw the, um, the date on my computer, January 20th, 2021. Happy inauguration day. We got a new president and a new vice president making history. First female, first black and first Asian to be vice president. Way to go. And Joe Biden just going back home because he was there with Obama back in 08, I believe. And now he's back in 2021. Like, what up, son? <laughs> I'm back. Like, let me go back to my room. I'm good. Oh no, well he's he's got the big room now since he's since he's the president. But still, so anyway, that's awesome. That's good. Hopefully, four years of peace. Anyway, so um, Miles talks to his friend. So he says that one. Miles says one day uh, he cooked dinner, right and Karen uh, was drying laundry that night. Okay? So, <clears throat> so Miles cooks dinner. He's done. Um, Karen's laundry is also done, too. So she puts the... Okay, she puts her laundry on the chair in the living room, I guess, to later um, fold them or something. And Miles sits down to watch dinner, um, to watch dinner, I guess to watch TV, but he brought his dinner or, uh, to the to the table. on, And he's on the couch, and the chair is, of course, perpendicular to the couch. So, um, what Karen, so Karen is, Karen gets her plate of food, and Miles is like, oh, okay, you know, my, my wife... My wife is going to sit next to me and have fun. And we're going to talk and discuss about whatever. Nope, 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 nope. You know, you, know, you know what Karen does? This is what Karen does. So remember, her clothes are on the uh, chair that's next to the couch. Okay, so that chair is being occupied by the clothes that she put on there. Okay. So there is a free spot to sit, and that free spot to sit is next to Miles. So what she does is she sits on the armrest of the chair that has her clothes on them. This is what she does. And she is hiking up her knees and puts like the plate of food on her knees and starts to eat. This is what Karen does. She would rather do that. She would rather sit on the armrest of a chair accompanied by her clothes that are drying, that are dried, as opposed to sitting down in an empty spot that is reserved for her next to her husband. <laughs> 
And Miles says this was one month in, not even one month in the relationship, but one month into quarantine. So if I do the math right, that's three months of them being together. That she does, that she did that. Like, wh- what? <laughs> Excuse me? This is, this is insane. This is insane. Why would, why would you do that? I don't, <sighs> that makes no sense to me. Why would Karen do that? This is how selfish she is. This is, and, and, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. That, 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 that makes me angry. <laughs> but, and Miles is talking to his friend and she, and he says, yeah, she thinks I'm over, I'm over emotional. That thing gets me, that, that pisses me off. And she, and then he says, but she's not affectionate. And I'm like, yeah, she's stone cold. Um, not even the good kind, not even Steve Austin, but she's just stone cold, bro. And he doesn't know what to do because how he's how is he gonna break that ice and find out how she really is in 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 that realm because he doesn't know and he doesn't want to commit to somebody when he doesn't know the full aspect of the person just like her you know because and and that's the that, that's the funniness of it because miles has shown the real him but karen thinks that there is a she's waiting for the other shooter drop. She's waiting to see how he is when he's mad or whatever, or quote unquote real because his nice guy, quote unquote persona, she thinks is fake. And miles wants to know the real Karen, not even the real Karen, all of Karen, all her sides, all her aspects where she's showing her how she, how she is as a person. And it's not a very good side that she's showing. But yet he wants to persist. Don't know why. But yeah, this is that's that's her. That that that's her. Um and he sa- he says it bothers it bothers him that she's not affectionate and he can't give her hugs and she doesn't want to sit beside me on the couch. And He's and the friend says, "Okay, so what makes you say yes on decision day?" And he says, "On paper, she's everything that I want: smart, beautiful, driven, and a great cook." And then he and then the friend says, "Okay, well, what what would make you say no?" And he says that we w- that we wouldn't get to be intimate emotionally and physically. And I completely understand that. I understand that, and I know a lot of people, or probably a lot of women, will say, "Oh, sex isn't everything." I don't know why you're basing everything on sex and intimacy. No, it, it's a need. Okay, it's a need. We, you want us to fulfill all your needs. We, sh- we should have our needs met too. And I don't understand why you guys just forego sex like it's a like it's something that you can just throw away. Like, oh, we don't need this. Like it's garbage. No, we we no, we're fine. We're fine without sex. It's it's fine. No, no, it's not. Stop doing that. <laughs> so um, it goes to Karen now, and she's with her friends. Oh my god. Okay, I I need to brace myself because this is this is this is the big one. This is the thing that I that I've been wanting to get to since I pressed record on this uh for this show. 
All right, so, okay. Whew, all right, I need to brace myself. Okay, so, um, hmm. So, Karen is with her two, she invites her two friends. One of them, I forget what her name is. The, the other one is Felicia. The Felicia is the one that was back in the former episode where they meet the friends and family for the first time, where they invite them to the apartment for the first time. And Felicia took Miles to, to the, well, not to the corner, but to the far end of the room to say, hey, this is what, uh, this is what Karen is like. She wants a real man, blah, 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 whatever. And this is where Felicia also saw Miles to see that he's a genuine person and in that Karen needs to see that and and all that stuff. So this is this is the same this is the same woman and the same friend. So Karen says that the kissing and the hugging when you leave the house every day isn't her second nature. It's it, it's not something that she does. She was never that person growing up. So she doesn't do it. And I just found that weird because yeah she doesn't like the hugging and the kissing and and miles likes to kiss well miles likes to miles likes to kiss and hug that's that's a given but he also likes to give her a kiss before he leaves work before he leaves the when he leaves the house he gives her a kiss and i think that's commendable because he wants hey he's giving his wife a kiss before he leaves because hey he doesn't know if that's going to be the last time that he sees her he could die i don't know or he's just saying hey before i go out into the world i just want to say i love you and boom give you a kiss even though they've never even though they haven't said the l word and they're probably not going to but that is his gesture to to do that and she's like ugh, 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 oh trying to all the time leaving the house and you want to kiss oh i can't i can't do it i can't stand it i'm sorry you know, and it's just like, Rrr. and I thought that she wanted to be submissive. This was her thing. That was always that was always her big thing. I want to be submissive. I want to be submissive, but you don't want to be. Well, I guess you know what? It could be me. Maybe I'm confusing submissiveness and uh, domestic. Because I mean, well, no, because she likes to cook. She wants to cook. I'm not saying that she doesn't want to. Uh, yeah, she wants to be a housewife or something. Yeah, she wants to be strong, independent woman. But, um, I don't know. I don't understand why she wouldn't like that. That her man want that her man cares for her, and that he wants to give her a kiss before he leaves the house. But they keep going, and Felicia says, "If I know your, if I know your love language, then I can cater to you because I love you." But if the if the love language makes me uncomfortable, then it's going to be an issue. And I understand that. I completely understand. If you're uncomfortable with doing something, then yeah, you shouldn't be forced to do it. It's just that, I don't know, for me, it, it's, it's such a disconnect because my love language is touch. So if somebody wants to give me a kiss or a hug before I leave the house, I am going to want that. But even if, even if um, it wasn't my love language, that is how people express their love 
for each other. So, okay, fine. Karen didn't grow up with that or whatever. Maybe her parents didn't love her. I don't know. But maybe, okay, so Karen doesn't like that, right? Okay. So how is she going to sp- express her love for Miles? Like, uh, Because I don't think we ever get to find out what her love language is. I mean, I don't know what Miles' love language is. I can only assume it's, well, it's, it could be either quality time or physical touch but okay so let's see let's say well what would be karen's because if you don't want to hug you don't want to kiss then you definitely don't want to be intimate so how do you show intimacy when you don't want to do any of those things (laughs) you don't want to have sex you don't want to hug and you don't want to kiss so how are you emotionally nurturing your husband or how are you going to do that because you haven't you did a shit job during the quarantine about nurturing him and being on his side when he was suffering from his uh, lapses of depression while you granted yes you are an essential worker so you had to do what you had to do for the sake of the country and your job so i get it so i commend you for that karen awesome but when you come home and you see that your husband is distraught because of what is going on in the world, you don't want to take care of him. You don't want to console him because, you know, that's his job, right? He's supposed to be the consoler because you're the woman. You're supposed to be consoled. You're supposed to be taken care of because that's how it's supposed to be in your head. You're not supposed to be, you're not supposed to be taking the man's work, the man's job. You're the, you're the woman, so you need, be, you need to be consoled you need to be taken care of and because that's how it is in your head because you want to be the submissive one so he shouldn't have submissive traits this is what's going on in your head so yeah it's you you should you did a shit job taking care of him in quarantine and you keep shitting on him about his masculinity and his and you think how he is is fake so how are you exactly nurturing his emotional side? I don't get it. You know, like how how is he supposed to rely on you and depend on you and know who you are when you are showing these traits to him? And I find it so funny because you're accusing him of of fakeness while you are being a little bit too real <laughs> for him and you're you're not expressing kind kindness I, I i feel that that's kind of messed up but anyway so um uh what's it called um felicia says that i think she's giving every she goes to the camera and she says i think that she's giving everything that she has and she says but do i think it's everything that miles needs no so i'm glad that felicia looked at said that in that aspect because it's true she is giving every, everything that she has but it's definitely not enough for miles and should she be commended for that she's giving everything that she has which is what 40 percent of who she is while miles is giving like 80 but she wants 100 and nobody's perfect so we get so you're gonna get 80 
he's giving everything that he has and uh Karen is only willing to give 40% you know half of who, half of who she is less than half of who she is and, and that's messed up and uh, i get i get so mad because um the 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 next part got me so triggered uh, that i had to, i watched it and then i rewound it watched it again and then i said oh no i have to record this and play this on the podcast because this mentality that all three of them have felicia karen and the other woman uh her uh, her friends get me so angry because essentially i'm just gonna be real with you this is typical girl shit that what i'm about to play for you and it just gets me angry and i decided to i mean i'm gonna talk about it as much as i can here but i definitely want to dedicate an entire episode to this rationale to this to this thing so give me a second um uh let me see if i can play it correctly can you see us together and like what do y'all like i think i can i do have concerns there are great people everywhere but that doesn't mean two great people just have to be together it's gonna last i mean you're a very strong independent woman so i think it's going to take like an alpha male presence because i don't think you listen So I don't know if you could, you could have heard that whole thing, but essentially, what well, Felicia was saying that um, that Karen needs an alpha male because she doesn't listen, and that essentially she needs um, like she needs someone to put her in her place, like where where she goes, uh, Felicia goes, like, well, I want to do this, and then the guy gives her a look like bitch you, you don't like that like come on and she's like you know what yeah you're right my bad i you know, I don't need to do that you know and karen's like yeah i agree with that because she says miles seems like the person that if something is distraught he's going to be like oh like babe okay do, do you need any help like what's what's good are you okay and you, she doesn't want that she wants the guy to be like no this is how it's going to be and you're gonna follow this, and and all three of them are like, yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly what I want. I need that too. I need that too. And Karen is like, yeah, I I want somebody to put me in my place sometimes, and to be like, hey, this is it, and this is what I want, and whatever. And I'm just like, oh god, I don't get it because the people that they, like, and I get it, and it was so crazy because I sent this that exam that same exact clip to like four other people just to see what they would saying and one person was like oh man this is way too much this is like redundant this is retarded uh, another one which was a girl and uh, she was like yeah that's 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 what we want wait hold on let me let me not uh do that to her let's i want to read what she actually said um so 
I sent it to her. She says, keywords, put me in my place sometimes. Yes, you want your man to lead the relationship, but with respect. Nobody wants a dictator, which I understand. And, and thank you for that contribution. But at the same time, I, I find that that line of thinking false because a dude will want to be the lead, but then the girl will just change the dude's uh not change his mind, but change his decision. There you go. Change his decision because she wants she wants it done her way. So it's like, why am I even here? <laughs> if I'm going to say something like, yo, we should do this because I've done the research, whatever, she's going to be like, no, we should do this. And, and not even we should do this. I'm saying this, so you better agree. And then the guy just agrees because he doesn't want to have he doesn't want to sleep on the couch and he wants to have sex in the in in the next before twenty twenty five, you know what I mean? So it's just that you don't we don't even let you get your decision because it's right. We just don't want to have any beef with you because if if we uh say no if we veto your idea then you're gonna have some type of way about it. But it's like, well, you want me to lead, so why are you having beef if you want me to lead and you don't want me to go with your answer or your suggestion? I'm leading, right? So what's the problem? You know, <laughs> why are you taking sex out of the equation? What's the, what's the issue? You know, I hate that. But yeah, it's like, oh, I want somebody. I want somebody to put me in my place. But yeah, they they choose the wrong people for this. I don't understand why it can't be like a a mutual agreement. Because when I when I hear things like that, I want somebody to lead. And I think the reason why it triggers me so much is because that's exactly what happened with my relationship with my ex. Because her father said that he didn't see me as a person who can lead her to like the promised land or lead her in, into a relationship with God, you know? And I took that to heart because it was messed up because we were in a four and a half year relationship. But also at the same time, I feel that she felt the same way too, because again, I proposed to her without any money because I wanted to secure her because I loved her. And I didn't want anybody else to have her and I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. Not because, ooh, I have money now and I have stocks or whatever. No, fuck all that shit. I wanted to marry her because I loved her. But she was like, hey, okay, that's great, but where are we going to live? What are we going to do? How are you going to support us? What's what's happening? Which I get her decision. I mean, I, I, I get what she's saying. But it's like, <laughs> you know I don't know I just feel that it's like why can't we do this together why do I have to not to say why do I have to lead as in I don't want to do it but more so why can't we do it together why do you want to lay back behind because when I hear that I want somebody to lead blah 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 I want you to take me wherever I want a protection blah 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 it always makes me feel like it's like an army and a platoon like I'm the general and my wife is one of the platoon people you know and the and they and he doesn't well okay I haven't been in the army or whatever but when in when in war they freaking go 
and follow the general, follow the father, the leader of the squad. You know what I mean? They don't listen to the platoon people. It's like, no, you're you're gonna do this. You're gonna go over here. You're gonna flank right, and you're gonna do all this stuff, and then that's it. I don't want to hear nothing from you. <laughs> you know, or another beef that I have is like when I hear that, oh, I want to be led, or I want I want you to make decisions. It almost seems like I'm gonna take the brunt of the action. And you are going to walk behind me unscathed. And that's what I don't like either. Because if it, it, fills my head is, it fills my head with, okay, then what are you doing then? How are you benefiting from this relationship? Because if I'm making all the decisions and getting the brunt of the licks and all that stuff and all of the hits, you are reaping the rewards. I'm not. I'm, I mean, I'm, I mean, I kind of am, but at the same time, I'm getting hit, I'm getting hit, and you're unscathed, so why do you get to reap all the benefits unscathed while I'm the one who's risking everything, because you want me to lead, it almost seems like, again, it almost seems like we're going, in my head, it seems like I'm going through fire, and I'm protecting you, and you're good, but I, I have a, I have a singed arm and back, my legs got third degree burns, but hey, you're safe and we made it through the fire, but you know, hey, you you're skate I mean, you're unharmed, yay, but I'm I'm about to die. <laughs> you know, I have third degree burns everywhere. But hey, it's okay because we made it. You know, um I don't know. I I, I don't get it. And um I talked to another friend of mine, no, actually my cousin. Um and we had a good discussion. Um, where is this thing? Here we go. So he was say he said um, he agreed with the girls. He said um, he says he he agrees with the girls, but he he said his views are more conservative conservative as far as relationships go, and uh, I said I said to him. Um. Oh yeah, I said to him that all of them agree with each other, and they want it, and they want a dude to take charge and be like, "Nah, fam, we're doing it this way," and it's okay. I get it, but why do you need to be put in your place? Can't why can't you be old enough to set yourself straight and act right? That's what I always. That's what I I didn't understand too. That phrase, like, "Oh, I want to be put in my place." Well, how old are you? I feel, I feel like you're a child when 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 someone says that I need someone to put me in my place well well act accordingly you're you're 30 why are you why are you acting out of place to be put in place you're not a child and this is what I hate when women dig on you know oh uh, uh he's a mama's boy or or he's not a man he he's not a man he's a boy and stuff like that well when I hear, oh, I want to be, I want to be put in my place. I need somebody to lead and stuff like that. It sounds like you want a father that you don't fuck, <laughs> you know, that you, you, you really want a dad. You want a dad. Sure, you, you want to. Sure, you can do things on your own, blah blah blah. But you would rather have someone lead you as opposed to doing the work yourself. You know, you want a father. This is what you want. Um, you want that man in your life that does things to be the man of the house. You know who was the man of the house when you were young? Your father. 
So now you want a father, another father. This is what you want. So I hate it when girls say, oh, you're a little man. You're a boy. You're, you're, you're nothing. Well, you're, you're daddy's little girl. You want, you want a father in your life. I mean, you already probably have one. Obviously, you have your father. But still, you want your man to be your father. This is what you want. This is what I'm this is what I'm this is what I'm hearing. Uh, you know, I don't get it. And he says that um I don't think it's so much about being put in place, but just someone to take the lead and make the ultimate decisions. I think the choice of words could have been better, but I understand the sentiment. Um definitely you should be able to definitely they should be able to check yourself, but at the same time what if whatever it is you're doing, you think it's right and it may be totally wrong? But I also think that same energy should have reciprocated. But again, the ultimate decision goes to me. Now he's referring to himself. I, I mean, essentially, the structure of the family is put on the man. Usually honorable mention to the women who do it alone. But with that said, it kind of makes sense for women to feel that way. It's almost human nature. They keep us up and together so we can keep everything else together. Be the the man is the face of the family. For instance, most people see me first when they see who I have behind me, and that a lot of the time exudes stability. And he says who I have behind me being, you know, his his significant other. And I understand that and I really like when he said they keep us up and together so we can keep everything else together. So and so See, and that's the thing that I do like, but the phrasing doesn't make me feel that way. Because it says they, he said they keep us up and together, so we can keep everything else together. So I, so I see that you know they they have our back, and um, yeah, they have our back, and so so they so we can be better for them. It's like a it's like a cyclical thing, like like I always said. We need a us mentality. We need a us mentality. But I, when I hear these things or when I see the type of women that say these things like, oh, I need somebody to put me in my place or I need somebody who can handle me. It never seems like this person is going to help you help them. It always seems like a very selfish thing. Like, I don't want to do the work. I need you to lead me because I'm tired of making decisions. That's another thing, too. I, like, I know the whole thing. Oh, I'm tired of making decisions all day. I want to just come home and have uh, somebody make the decisions for me. Like uh, uh, Jeannie Mai with Young Jeezy. That was her thing. Like, she wants to submit to Jeezy where she's like, I make decisions all day. I'm a powerful, independent, strong woman, blah, 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 blah. But when I come home, I just want to turn off and him make the decisions and stuff okay what do you think the man does all day too you think he's just sitting there wanting to make man i haven't made a decision all day i guess i just gotta wait for my wife to give her her to give me her decisions to make and i'll make them the guys make decisions too but isn't that lucky for women that they have the luxury of giving their decisions to men where men don't have that who who do they who do they get to give their decision making to nobody so now i have my own decisions to make and now you're giving me your upon your decisions too and you expect me not to crack or 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 you expect me to have all that weight on my shoulders 
for that and 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 be good and and in Karen's case you want me to do all that stuff and take care of what I need to take care of and then take care of your issues too but then you're not going to give me any buns <laughs> you know you're not going to you're not going to do anything you're just going to be like yep that's that's my man you you go do that sir go right ahead sir you know just just keep doing you you're not getting you're not going to get a single thing from me but <laughs> uh, but I expect the world from you yeah that's 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 awesome thanks karen you know so i don't know it just it just gets on my nerves when 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 i hear that and and then yeah she goes yeah i need someone to put me in my place and then the girls say well is that miles and she goes mm, i don't know and i'm sure she wanted to say no but she realized that she's on camera so she has to say i don't know <laughs> you know so um that was just that was just ah, i was just so angry about that but anyway so we're just gonna keep going <laughs> so it's four days until decision day and surprise surprise they have the camera on olivia and brett now remember this is the couple that i think two yeah two episodes ago they called it quits they're done so um brett goes to see his friend but the thing is they haven't told their friends and family that it's over so brett has he invites his friend to see him and he said so the friend is like oh so how how's olivia doing with those this whole pandemic and all that stuff and then he's like well you know what we're done we're we're, we're over and brad is like what i mean uh the friend is like what and he says that yeah the pandemic hurt us but still fundamentally we're still different and we probably would have found that stuff out if the pandemic didn't happen we would have found that stuff out later and it probably would have been worse off so having it be done now was much better than having it be done later and um it, it would have come out anyway that's what brett was saying so and so they so on the other end uh amber olivia's friend uh saying yes we know he has flaws but did you have any did you learn anything and she and fine oh thank god olivia says that her lack of intimacy so remember I've been that's what I've been saying I've been saying what is up with her lack of intimacy and I'm so happy that she called that out she said no oh, maybe things could have been different if I was more affectionate and then he would have been more affectionate and then we probably would have smoothed things over or something but still there was um there's still that fundamental difference between them so they wouldn't have uh worked out so there's no point in uh going further but i am glad that olivia did find out that her lack of intimacy was a factor in their uh their demise <laughs> uh that's 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 good growth you know it's, it's good and of course brett also realized some things that he needed to um but of course he's very uh stubborn in himself but he, he i don't think he necessarily said what exactly he learned but he said that he said that it was pretty much good data that he got you know that f from from being on this show and this experiment that he's going to take into further dating so that's good um but um so they go to henry well they go to henry and christina so but it's christina she's working she's talking with her friend 
and she's saying of course what every woman says she's giving it her all and all this stuff and she's not i mean oh no she's giving all that she can which is an, an another thing that uh women like to say she's giving all that she can so you really can't falter for anything and it's also not holding themselves accountable for things when they when they say that so karen and christina i'm not falling for that line i'm giving everything that i quote unquote can because you can give more than you're willing i mean you can give more you're just not willing to give more than you can especially with christine well especially with karen but with christina she's just lying out of her ass you know and doing all these things to uh almost sabotage the relationship you know with the whole like gay thing like that's that's not cool but whatever um two more days until decision day so they so they so they prop that up and again uh woody says i came looking for a match but i also found my soulmate and again like i said before they're at dinner and he says that he has the that he has his grandparents love and he can't see himself without Amani, so that's good amelia and bennett so this was interesting i don't know if they're just trying to drive up um tension between them or whatever but um uh, amelia now everybody's having their like last last supper uh, if if you want to say that so they amelia and bennett have a quiet evening home bennett has like a like a balloon party with food and all that stuff ready in the living room and he's you know trying to pick her ear i mean pick her brain picking her ear is disgusting but <laughs> picking her brain and saying hey how do you feel about this you know decision days you know a couple of days away or tomorrow and she's like ultimately she didn't even know that she was going to get this far she just wanted to go on the show because she thought it would be really cool to be on a reality show and bennett is like oh so you didn't necessarily want to get married or you weren't ready for marriage she was like no i wasn't necessarily ready for marriage but um i just want i just thought it'd be cool to be on a reality show and then she says you know i'm i'm a pretty easy going person so whoever they put me with whether it be like a you know like an idiot or a snowman or whatever i i would have been at least i could have gotten along with them and i would have been fine i'm like Oof, who, who wants to hear that <laughs> you know um so bennett is questioning himself because he's like hey i decided to move i don't want to say across the uh, across the uh country because uh, New Orleans and Atlanta, I don't think is, um, no, I'm sorry, New Orleans and Virginia, I believe, isn't that far from each other, and even if it is, it's definitely not farther than, let's say, like, New York to California, you know, literally across the country, but, but, um, it is, he is uprooting his life for this chick, and he just found out that all she really wanted to do was just 
you know, she wasn't ready for marriage. She just thought it was really, it'd be a really cool time to be on a reality TV show because it would be a pin in her hat that she did something crazy and spontaneous in her life, you know, as a, as a, as a, as something that she can, uh, talk back about, you know, like later in life. Oh, remember that time that I wanted to get, you know, married at first sight? Cause she didn't even think that she was going to be picked. So that, that, that was interesting. So he's on the fence. Well, not, I shouldn't say on the fence, but he's like, uh, did I make a big mistake? Cause I am uprooting my life for this chicken. She didn't even want to get married. So there's that. So back to Henry, Christine, Henry and Christina. So Christina, they're both at dinner and she says that, uh, Christina says she admits that she's a fucking bull and tries to get on the nerves of her suitors because she's used to having someone put her in her place, harking back to Karen. And she says um, she feels crazy about that because why, why would, why, why that, that's a horrible thing to get that. That was a horrible way of getting somebody's attention or, or wanting that wanting to be put in, their place and and i wrote to myself why are women so reckless like that's a reckless thing to do why would you purposely get on your significant other's nerves so he can put you in your place and see again there's those stupid tests that women do that i absolutely hate to see to prove a man's valor to see like oh let's see if you deserve this if you deserve me because i'm the prize that's another dumb ass mentality that women have i'm a prize i'm a prize no i mean i can value you and you could be a catch, but a prize to say that you're above me for for some reason. I should be lucky to have you. Um, I mean, maybe, and maybe that's for like a wife. I can see that, but if you're just a, a a woman in my life, no, that doesn't. That's not necessarily true. That I should be lucky to uh, to have you. Um, you 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 can't you can't. You can't say that men are always objectifying you and you're not an object when now you're making yourself an object by saying you're a prize. So you're saying you're a trophy. That's what you're saying. You should be saying that I that you should be worshipped and that you know uh, you're something to be beholden. And it's like, all right. So you're an object then. <laughs> you're you're a piece of plastic. That's what that's what you are. I don't know. Um, but for Christina, yeah, it's like, um, she, yeah, she she's like, yeah, you know, uh, you know, she gets she gets on her suitor's nerves, and it's like, okay, why why would you do that? Are you are you admitting are you admitting to yourself? Are you admitting that you're an habitual an habitual line stepper just like that um uh that that Dave that Dave Chappelle skit with the with the pimps like are you an habitual line stepper like do you purposely push buttons to get a reaction out of people and now i see where that gay rumor thing was cuz i guess she wanted to see some fire under uh Henry's ass for him to be confident or maybe to be like, hey, Christina's like, don't do that fucking shit or whatever. You know what I mean? So she could be like, ooh, there is fire. He he is confident. This is great. 
and that's stupid. You shouldn't do that. Um, because to me that makes that makes you look crazy. That makes you look insane that you purposely do that. And there are probably some women out there who do do that, whether it's subtle or obvious. You should not do that. <laughs> you should not poke the bear just to get a reaction so you can feel better about the decision that you made with being with that person. You know, don't poke the bear. Stop doing your stupid tests. Um, Just be with the person. You know, you don't need to test them. See, life, life tests us already. You test us. Life tests us. You don't need to make these arbitrary things to see if we're worthy of you. Because what if we keep it, it? Okay, so we passed the test. That doesn't mean that we're still right for you. I could have cheated. I could have cheated on the test. You know, people cheat on tests. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. It, it, it's dumb. Stop it. Okay, so again, this is the last supper stuff. So Miles and Karen, we're up to them again. I'm gonna now. There's another clip. Here's the clip. Here's the clip. Through all of these tough times, like truth be told, like it's taught me like what is super important to me. One is like someone I can laugh with, someone that I can communicate with, and then someone that gives me like that masculine energy that like I do want to submit to. Mm. I think like think that's the piece of all the conversations we had. I think that's the piece that I'm unclear on still. Um like so for me, I need you to be comfortable stepping up as the man of the house. Mm. Like we always have a solid plan. What are we doing? What are our goals? It's also my husband being like a protector with racial injustice and all these protests, quarantine, and it being like such a time of change and uncertainty. I want to make an active decision to say, I trust you to lead me. And being able to honestly like put me in my place, you know, respectfully though, like, hey, this is what you're doing don't like it here's what i need from you like i admire those things this is what i want to see in my husband so that's what she says that that's her thing um and again uh so to recap she says you know for number one because of the quarantine thing it's it, it obviously is still happening and she's saying that it's really it's really made me see what's important in what i need in my life so she says number one is someone to laugh with and number two is that masculine energy that i that i want that will make me submit you know so like that's see and that's another thing that i don't like so you have the ability to submit but you won't unless you get your way and that's what i don't like you know there's i don't know how do I explain it? Where, um, I don't know. There, there's some things that like naturally happen where you'll just be like, okay, you know, this is, I'll let myself go. I'll, I'll be, I'll make myself vulnerable and stuff like that. But like with this, no, if you, if you don't meet, 
my goals, I will not submit. Like now you're purposefully going against me where we can be going together because I don't fit your criteria. So now you're making it hard. And I think in probably in a woman's head is like, no, I'm not going to have you have your kicking in it too. You know, what is it? Um, uh, why, uh, why buy the cow if the milk is free? So that's, that's another mentality that women have like, oh no, I'm not going to give you all of me. Like what? You, you have to earn this, you know? So with her, she's saying, yeah, I, I, I need you to be comfortable stepping up and being the man of the house. We have a solid plan. What are we doing? What are our, what are our goals? I trust you to lead me. I need to trust you to lead me. And it's like, again, it's, when I say this, I'm not saying that I'm opposed to these things, but it's just like, why can't we come up with our goals together? Why do I need to be like, all right, this is what we're going to do. Yo, in two years, in 2023, we're going to buy a house. Uh, but baby, nah, shut up. Nah, what, this is what we're doing. You know, why does it need to be not a dictatorship? Because that, that's what uh, my uh, friend said. Um, that 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 That's not what women want, and I understand. But it's such a, why do you need, why do you need, I don't know. Why do you need someone to dictate, not necessarily dictator, but why do you need someone to dictate what is going on? Like, you know, like, what are we doing for tonight? Like, I guess let's let's bring it down where a woman loves when a man plans, right? Whether it's dates or whatever. And I get it, but how about if I plan something? Like, oh, th- this, is, this is what I hate. Where I, I would see those memes or those posts where um, a woman would write, oh, I would love to, I would love for this to happen. Where it was on the bed you see a dress um a pair of earrings and a necklace and it says like i don't know dinner at serato's at 7 p.m be there or something we're going out and a woman be like oh i would love for that to happen to me because the the guy made a plan he he's telling you what he wants you to wear and let's go let's do it bullshit that chick is not gonna wear that dress one probably because not to say it doesn't fit maybe she doesn't want to wear that that day but i bet you deep down a a woman doesn't want a man telling her what to do <laughs> so she she you want her to wear the black dress watch she's gonna wear the red dress just to just to have some power behind it saying Psh, you know you're not gonna tell me what to do you know just like that damn song you don't own me I'm not your puppet doll anymore or whatever the freaking song goes. You know, don't tell me what to do and don't tell me what to say. See, so which one is it? Do you want me to lead you or do you want to do your own thing? Which one is it? This is confusing, <laughs> you know. Um, it, it just gets on my nerves. So I don't know. I just hate Karen's well a lot of women's views on this whole thing oh i need to be led and blah 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 whatever and and if and if that doesn't happen you don't get nothing you know but in turn i'm glad that miles hits her with some stuff too that with some demands that he wants 
So let's see what uh let's see what Miles wants. Let's see if it's anything out of the uh, ordinary. All right, hold on. Like there are areas that I need to grow and working on. Yeah, hell yeah. But at the end of the day, like I'm a man, you know, I'm driven. I'm gonna do all the things that are necessary uh, that a man's supposed to do. You know, I am that dude. I know nothing but to be myself. I think it's hard because what she feels like she needs is who I know that I am. But I also need to see that. She really is, is enjoying me or wants to be with me or wants to be in this marriage with me. And I need to know like, sooner rather than later. Hold on, because I just wanted to rewind it a little bit. Because I like that where, see, I already forgot, I forgot what he said. <laughs> well, he wants to be authentically him, you know. And um, is she is she with me for me? Does she want to be with me? You know what that means? Uh, like... The, like the last time that I yelled at Karen about this where and and I see and I'm so happy that Miles said that because she wants to be with a persona she doesn't want to be with a person she remember uh last time where she was at the uh the retreat and she was talking about uh, oh how she loved Miles now because he was standing up for racial injustice and all that stuff because she was worried oh my God my husband's a black man and I care about him and blah 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 and it's like okay you care about a black man but how come you didn't care about Miles before you haven't cared about Miles before until you realized that he was a black man and that uh the Black Lives Matters the Black Lives Matter movement was happening. You didn't give two shits about Miles, but now you care about him because he's a black man. So now again, with this whole, I need a man to lead me, blah, blah, blah. I need this. I need that. I need a protector. I need blah, 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 blah. Um, she's starting to sound like she wants the protagonist from Tenet, you know? The, the And whoever has seen Tenet knows the joke is because the the lead actor doesn't, the, the lead character in Tenet literally does not have a name. His name is the protagonist. So that's what um, Karen wants. She wants the protector. She wants the provider. She wants the leader. She does not want Miles. Miles wants to know if she wants him. And that's and that was my big thing about her. If like, wh who do you want? You, do you want this caricature that you're trying to formulate or do you want the person in front of you, which is Miles? This is the thing that I don't like about her. You know, this is the thing that's getting on my nerves. She, she, he, that's what Miles is trying to see. If she likes him, if she wants to be with him, not with the protector, the leader, the whatever. She, he wants to know if, she is good with miles but let, let's let's continue let's continue because this this is my favorite part because this this is the crutch this is the crux of i guess my life and the whole persona of the entire season so here we go i think that in order for you to be able to see like that masculine energy that you want like i need to be able to know that like karen's my girl and like not just on paper but like that's my girl i, I want my wife to be someone who's proud of me who's happy to be with me who's like yo that's my man and like he's a damn good dude i want a woman who like be locked up in the crib like wants to be just like on me you know what i'm saying wants to kiss on me wants to love on me you know like that's a good feeling you know you want that connection you want that vibe with somebody 
I want to be able to, like, be whoever the hell I want to be. And you know, at the end of the day, like, oh, yeah, that's my dude. And so I think that's why, like, the masculinity stuff was tough for me, because it was like, if I can't be unapologetically myself at home, sometimes I can't be that outside, right? And so I, I have to be able to feel like that at, at home, have that peace and safety at home. That's important to me. So you see, he wants to be unapologetically himself, and he can't. And if he can't be that, that's going to be an issue because he says that he can't. He can't. Sometimes he can't be that in the outside world. He can't be in his feelings or whatever. You know, he he has to wear his super suit outside all the time because, like I said, the world is going against him. You know, whether whether he's a black man or not, you know, it's just he's a man. So all responsibilities are on him. So when he comes home, he just wants to be himself. And then if he can't be that with his wife, then what the fuck? So and and that's the thing like with me too. It's like sure, you want this freaking ultra alpha man, but you're not looking at who I am. You're not looking at me. You know that like that's that's the issue. You're looking at not potential, but just you're trying to see something that maybe not not might I might not be, but it's like you're just you're you're looking past me. You're not looking at me. You're looking past me, and that's not cool. You know that 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 shouldn't be the case. Um, you should be looking at me, because that's who's here. You know, and I love that. I love that about Miles that he actually said that to her, because, yeah, all the time. I get the I'm sensitive stuff and blah, 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 whatever. But I feel it feels good to be unapologetically yourself because that's who you naturally are. You know, I'm not going to be this bravado person just to um, uh, just to uh, appease you, you know, and, and that's the thing, too, is like that. That's the thing that I feel with Karen. I feel that Karen feels that she doesn't need to change. Because, like, with the whole Felicia thing that she said, oh, if, if she's uncomfortable with providing Miles' love language, then then so be it. You know, okay, I'm not comfortable with kissing you and hugging you and stuff like that. But, hey, you better be this man for me, this man that I'm creating for you. <laughs> you know, this this man that, I, that I'm uh, creating in my head. You better be this person for me or it's done. But me try to solidif- try to cater to your love language no sorry i can't do it can't do it. It, it, it it's not me sorry but you better be but you better be this man you know it's like what the hell and it's so funny because i remember showing that same video that i played for you and detailing detailing the experience to the friend um at, at work a co-worker and she's like man he even looks soft so like even before he, he, she he even said out a word he he looked soft so it's like damn like you even you even took this guy out of the gate because he looks soft that alpha male thing is going to be the death of a lot of women and i don't mean that literally like an alpha male is going to kill you but that whole persona thing is going to like i don't know man it's I don't know. I, I feel that it's going to be the detriment of a lot of women that you're going to you're going to look past a lot of men just because a lot of good potential men, good men 
just because you want that alpha male guy and you'll just and when you when you get that guy you'll just accept how he treats you only because like well it's better than a beta male you know it's better than that guy you know it's better than the other guys that have been trying to holler at me fine whatever you know i I don't know where you are you don't text back you come home at three o'clock in the morning eh, whatever at least at least i have this guy as opposed to you know the other guy who wants to actually who actually has interest in me you know i don't know but i do like that miles said i want a woman i want a woman who's proud to be with me i want a woman to be on me if we're like locked up in quarantine again they've been with each other for two extra months in quarantine you know if i had a chick man that's all we would be doing is banging but she didn't even want to do any of that she doesn't want to be on him it's freaking insane um but yeah so i don't know i i don't know about that couple at all um oh and that's another thing too um i mean i don't know how this correlates but because i wrote this down but, but like you know my fwb my friends with benefits like some of the things that she did say like she did like the masculinity in me when we would have sex it was because i was a different person during those during those romps we'll say you know because i felt confident i was like oh man like yeah i'm you know, I'm doing this, you know, I'm giving her pleasure and all that stuff, and she's really enjoying it, and she loved, like, the confidence in me, but with that, it's like, I'm not like that all the time, I mean, I could be, it, it is within me, but again, all the things that have, have happened to me, with all the strikeouts and things, and, and things that women say to me, I do feel that it's like, oh man, this guy, I, I it, it gets me in my head, like, oh man, like, I'm not good enough, I'm never good enough, because look at all, look at what everybody wants, like, there's like four or five different women that I talked about in this podcast, that all say that they want an alpha male or whatever, or not even an alpha male, that they definitely don't want somebody who is like me, like, look at how Miles is being treated, you know, and I said all the time, Miles is me, I I I relate to Miles so much and I whatever happens to him I feel happens to me so it's like man this guy's not going to get any love any burn no nothing just because nobody wants a Miles <laughs> you know nobody wants a Miles they 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 want a, whoever else they nobody wants a Miles so I feel that that's messed up but I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't like it, but, uh, last thing is, you know, they've been, yep, yeah, it's, it's been a total of 16 weeks they've been together, and they were only supposed to be together for eight, so, um, yeah, so, I mean, that, I mean, that's kind of it, I mean, there, there was a little bit more to the episode, but n- nothing to really talk about, but it, I don't know, it's just been insane, it's been a really insane episode everybody um this is their last night with each other i mean yeah because the sign um i don't know who goes away i think i think it's the guys so like all the men in the 
couples, they go to their homes and leave the wives in the apartment complex just because they want them to have like a day of reflection and all that stuff before they actually do the decision day things and that's going to be the next episode so yeah that that's going to that's going to be interesting to see but um yeah i don't know i definitely want to have a an episode dedicated to like leader the the man thing and the leading and the alpha male thing i i, I really want to have that episode because i really think that's going to be interesting i might have i might make it even two-parter i might want to have things that I want to talk about even more for myself and also have maybe like a, I don't know, an analyst or, or, or a specialist or something like that to really know, to really get down to that nitty gritty of like why that is such a sought after attribute from a man. But anyway, so, okay, we're nearing the end of the show. So you know what that means. We're going to, I'm going to, pick from the skin deeps game the and self edition not a game but you know the the card game all right so this is card number eight i believe so let's get to it all right what would my mother say about it oh boy (laughs) oh man i remember a couple episodes um i had to talk about like what would my father say about it but now what would my mother Oh man, I don't. What did my mother say about it? I don't even know what the topic would be. What would my mother say about it? I don't know. It's a very interesting thing. I I really don't know. But hold on, I forget. I forgot something because something came up on my phone, um, where. Again, to harken back to the whole, like, uh, you know, submission and being submissive, blah, blah, blah. There is a, um, there's a, a YouTuber that I would love to get on this show. Uh, I don't know what I would talk about, but uh, he goes by the name of Mediocre Tutorials and Reviews. And he's awesome. And he, and it just popped on my phone during the, uh, during the pot, during the episode and he has a little segment, not a segment. He has a little snippet, and it says, "It's," and it says, uh, "This woman says you don't make enough money for a woman to submit to you." So again, it's like, look, like look at look at these boundaries and restrictions. It's like now. Now I need to be this alpha male for you to submit to me, and now I need to make x amount of of x amount amount of money for you to not be a bitch, <laughs> you know? Because if you don't submit to me, that means you're not against me, but you're going to ride against me. It's like, come on, man, what are we doing? What are we fighting for? Why are we on opposing sides? I need to do this amount for you to be cordial for you to go along with this journey that we're going on. This is why I don't, this is, this is what I'm scared of and for a relationship. Well, anyway, back to the question at hand, what does my mother feel about it? Um, 
I think the thing that I can think of, because right now, um, I'm really thinking about change. I think this this year has really taught me about change, and um, I feel that I might need to go get at least do do right by me, do right by my families to get another job, a better job. And, um, I think she would want me to, um, pursue it because she does want me to have my life in order and to get better. I mean, again, like I said before, she said in the past that she wants me to have a kid and she wants, cause she really wants the sight of her child having a child. So she would definitely want that. So with me getting another job, she would probably see this as, okay, the wheels are turning. Okay, he gets a, he gets a job. Then he can get a girl. Then if he gets a girl, then he gets a wife. And if he gets a wife, then he has a baby. And then I can be a grandmother again, you know. And I think that's what she wants. So I think she would actually actually be uh pretty happy about that happening, um even though that's not necessarily written in the cards, because <laughs> just because you have all these things doesn't mean that you will get married and blah 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 all that good stuff. But I think she'd be alright with it. And, um, I would have to be all right with it too, getting a new job and starting over in another field, but hopefully that would be in a field that I would, uh, excel at as opposed to one that I'm just failing upwards pretty much, or at least that's how I feel. But anyway, um, that's the end of the show, you know, so, um, yeah. That's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody Podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow this podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at TinkPod, T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can either call 845 393 and leave a voicemail or email me at t-i-n-q-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com that is tinkpodcast at gmail.com and i'll read your suggestions on the next show so after today's episode i'm not saying that i have the dating world figured out but i am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it thank you for listening my name is martini g and i am the inquisitive nobody